The Jay and Dan Podcast is brought to you by several wonderful people, including Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans supports the Jay and Dan Podcast. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, completely online. Rocket Mortgage has taken all the time-consuming parts out of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Don't like searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? With Rocket Mortgage, you can share your bank statements with the touch of a button helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all this on your own phone or tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash J. That's quickenloans.com slash J. Dan, you know, I love this texture app because I'm a big magazine guy. I like uh, my Gentleman's Quarterly. I like my Esquire. I like my Sports Illustrated. I like my Chickadee. I like my Owl. And this is the thing with the Texture app. It lets you tap one of the world's most popular magazines anytime using your smartphone or tablet. It's made it easier to find articles you care about, too. You don't get just Rolling Stone. You don't just get GQ. The Texture editorial team recommends content to us every day, and you can dive deeper into it. So sign up for the Texture app right now. They support the Jay and Dan podcast, and you'll gain insider access to all the content from the world's best magazines. Best part? Texture's offering our listeners a free trial right now when you go to texture.com slash J and Dan. You'll gain immediate entry to all of the top magazines, including back issues and bonus video content. Start binge reading for free right now when you go to texture.com slash J and Dan. Texture.com slash J and Dan. I know a couple of weeks ago we had some hint water here in the podcast I just had studio. some. I Did had you have the, some? The, the blackberries. They, Blackberry I mean, water. I love the peach. I love the mango grapefruit. Uh, drinking water is no longer boring thanks to Hint Water. Water's boring. You need to try Hint Water. It's pure water infused with the taste of fresh fruit. No sugar, no chemicals. Just great tasting, all natural fruit flavored water. And you don't have to carry heavy cases of water back from the grocery store. You can have it delivered right to your doorstep. And right now, get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door, including three bottles each of Hint's four most popular flavors pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. That's the one I just added. Delicious. Normally 24 bucks, you aren't going to pay that. You're going to pay 20 bucks? No. You're going to pay 19? No. You're going to pay $15. Drinkhint.com slash J and Dan. That's drinkhint.com slash J and Dan. Drinkhint.com slash J and Dan. Hi, folks. Before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. What I like about, I guess, Saturday or having it on Thursday down here is that you got the leftovers for the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah, have a hot turkey sandwich. Uh, I love an open-faced turkey sandwich. Oh, yes. oh, man, that's a winner. Just a nice open-faced turkey. Yeah, dump that sweet, sweet gravy. Oh, all that hot gravy <laughs> and a little bit of your own hot semen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. No, maybe not. Yeah, you went too far there. I'm coming, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Once you mention Canadian Tire and that you went there to get hockey sticks to an American, you're in for a long discussion. You can buy paint, yeah. you can buy a crock pot, yeah. you can buy... I mean, uh, Canadian Tire is like the Home Depot, essentially. But it's got way more than Home Depot. It's got everything. There's no store like it in America. Uh, Sears. Mm-hmm. Walmart. There's a Sears in Santa Monica. Is it Wal- Walmart? Mm-hmm. 
Costco. <laughs> so there are a lot of stores. <laughs> Several <laughs> stores. <laughs> An old roommate in Fort McMurray, she uh, gave me her notice and she was leaving. And uh, after she left, went into the bathroom and huge trucker log and a used tampon. Just sitting there. You'll have a fun time joining me here. Can I swear on this thing? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This jerk. I worked on lots of shows that no one watched. Like I, there was a game show called Search Party, which was fantastic fun, where we did games such as uh, noodle slapping ball hockey. That sounds fun. Okay. Or ball slapping noodle hockey. Either way. Okay. Come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> it was energy drinking, so yeah, we, yeah. we started drinking, and he goes, Hey, man, uh, is your pee-pee hard? Oh, and and he has cases of this in his garage now. And, he and it sells. works. Nervous as hell. Yeah. Oh. We call it dick juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are addicted to that Dick thing. juice. Get me a case of that dick Get juice. Get me that dick juice. <laughs> Let's jump on uh, eBay right now. Buy some dick juice. I want on the dick juice train. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey! Dance. Dance. Episode 136 of the Jay and Dan podcast. Art man, we're still waiting to get some of that uh, that energy drink you're telling us about. I don't think it's coming. Dick juice? Yeah. What a guy. He came on our uh, our TV show after. He just, uh, yeah. Our he, producers hated it. Be, well, he's just like us. He has a very short, <laughs> I should say like me, short attention span. So he's like looking around the set. Hey, where'd that come from? What's that over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our producers on the TV show side thought maybe it was a little rambling. And I said, have you ever listened to our podcast? <laughs> and they said no. Oh, we got it right in the balls. We <laughs> have a great one full of uh, Canadian legends. We've got Cam Cole, who's retiring from the Vancouver Sun. He announced it last week. He'll be joining us for the first time ever and making his long-awaited return. We haven't talked to Jeremy Taggart in like a month. And these guys, Jeremy Taggart and Jonathan Torrens, are very good friends from the TNT podcast. The Taggart and Torrens podcast just did a tour of Atlantic Canada, another live tour. So we're going to be hearing all about that, what Jeremy's been up to, what his plans are for the holidays, maybe how Ronnie's doing. Because we haven't talked about Ronnie for a long time. Uh, I still remember the first time we ever called in. Hi! (laughs) That was the last, wasn't that the last TSN episode? No, Why? he was that. He called in when when Taggart was here, I believe, for the Christmas episode, oh, two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. What right. a time! Yeah. Hey, speaking of tours of Canada, we just got back from again. Yes. We say this every time we go there. One of Canada's hidden gems, one of Saskatoon, our, one of our favorite cities in the entire country. If you haven't been there, uh, you should go. It's such a fun, warm, welcoming city. It's a beautiful city, too. Brand new airport with direct flights to nowhere. Yeah, unfortunately. We <laughs> you take a direct right flight in. to an airport right next to it, then you're like, okay, we'll fly. Now from now we'll fly you where you want to go. Yeah, but, we uh, are in Saskatoon. Thanks for everyone. So many podcast listeners there. We really appreciate it. Had some beautiful weather. Yeah, uh, we did the uh, the Boys Lunch Out yeah. event uh, for the Progress Club. They Man, raised $120,000 in an afternoon. Yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome thing. It was for the kids. Yeah, it's for, for the, the kids. kids. We And I know some of uh, you listeners are going to be asking, uh, did you guys make it to the Crazy Cactus, the new Crazy Cactus? Well, guess what? We got to go to the old Crazy Cactus because the new Crazy Cactus isn't finished yet. So they left the old one open, and they picked us up at the airport. First of all, beautiful pickup at the airport. Stretch, Hummer, Limo, Blair. Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, right out of <laughs> nice. it. I'm not even kidding. Nice. We're like, nice. we land, I'm, and I'm looking around, and Dan's like, where are they? Where are they? I'm like, they said they are going to be here. And then I, I text them, and they're like, oh, we're just pulling up. I walk out the front door of the airport, and here comes this limo, and Welcome to the Jungle just 
crushing out of yeah, the speakers yeah. of this thing. And, uh, yeah, so that kind of got things going in a nice way. Uh, and really so did. we went to the uh, the Crazy Cactus. We also went to the brand-new Cactus Club. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a bunch of other great venues. And uh, if you ever go to Saskatoon, stay at the Bez. Oh, it's it is a great hotel. I love it. Yeah, I love the Delta Besboro. Highly recommend it. On the way back, flew through Calgary, the new terminal there. Unreal. And the first time I've ever seen this. So this lady's walking around a dog, and everyone's going to pet it. And I'm like, oh, so you're... Must be a new service where they walk dogs if there's a layover in between flights. I'm like, that's right. She's like, no, we uh, want to show uh, uh, passengers some love and some kindness before their flights. It eases a lot of their nerves. So this dog, she just walks around with the dog and you pet it and you're like, oh, see a puppy. So just like a, almost like a, a therapy dog? Yes, exactly. Huh. Interesting. And Interesting. we saw this on our flight from Calgary to Saskatoon. I saw it on my flight from Calgary to L.A. People sat in their seats at the, the, the gate until their zone was called. Yes, that's true. It was more orderly than America. I will say that. It was unreal. I'm yeah. like, what's happening? People are listening? Yeah, yeah people actually waited wow. for their zone to be called, <laughs> then went up, then then got checked into the flight. That never yeah. happens here. Yeah. People just crowd up and Yeah, was, well, we were just we just read an article before we went on. United's gonna start charging for overhead baggage. Oh, yeah. They're going to charge for Amazing. overhead baggage. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to just fly with. No, I'm going to put all. I'm going to be like Joey from Friends. Just put yeah. on all my clothes. <laughs> yeah, and just hey, various I got nothing. Layer, various layers of clothes. <laughs> Do you think maybe they'll have cheaper flights? No, no, no way. No. Come on, I'm trying to give them. Oh, the sweet innocent Ben, so innocent, <laughs> so sweet. Uh, I I have a I, I take umbrage with something you said on oh. the podcast. Uh, recent weeks. Okay. Uh, I believe you... Looking forward to talking about this. You described this. yourself as uh, having watched uh, the remake of the Ghostbusters movie. Also known as the, the Ladies Ghostbusters. The Lady Ghostbusters film. You said yep. you thought it was pretty good. Yep. Uh, I, and I also, upon your recommendation, thought I saw it in my flight back from Toronto to LA. Mm -hmm. So I went to Toronto for night. I said, I'm going to watch this. Perfect. And uh, I watched it and I did not laugh once. I did not. And thing sucks. I did not laugh <laughs> once because this Ow. is the thing. I think all those uh, actresses are very talented mm -hmm. and and very funny on things they do. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth he can be a funny guy. Um, uh, but here's the thing: none of them were funny in that movie because the script was like a giant piece of. Shit. <laughs> Comparing that script to a giant piece of shit is an insult to a giant piece of. Shit. Here, there were no jokes. But you were not laughing at like the uh, the the food delivery guy when he's like, "Hey, show her the door." Yeah, and he's like, "This is one." You yeah, okay, get. that was one. <laughs> that was the food delivery guy. That's it. <laughs> anyway, I laughed. At Chris that. Hemsworth. Like, yeah, that was a dumb character. He's a dumb. He's a dumb, good-looking guy. All right, where are we going with this? No, nowhere. We're not going anywhere with yeah, that. Yeah, that's the one part I didn't like. It was terrible for a flight. It was eh. terrible. Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Now, that's a great flick with chicks in it. See, I watched the trailer for that, and I'm like, I don't think I'd laugh at that. Well, you, you got to watch it. <laughs> I saw I saw Bad <laughs> Santa <laughs> 2 <laughs> this weekend. Bad Santa 2. Yeah. yeah. And? Yeah. Really? Yeah, with right. Billy Bob. Yeah, Thought About You. First one was way better, but it's a sequel that a couple one-liners. The thing with sequels is if you wait, like it's been how long since the first Bad Santa? At least 10 years? Yeah. Maybe yeah. more? If you wait that long, you oh, run a risk. Oh, longer than that. It's like 15 years. 2003. 15, 2003, so it's 15 13 years. years. 13 years. years. So if you wait that long, you run the risk of 
just the same people either not being involved or the public somewhat losing interest or the main characters looking different. And it's just weird. If you're going to fucking do a sequel, just do it two years later. Just knock it out of the park two years later. That was like Boondock Saints. That was my favorite movie growing up. And Bo- they took like 15 years to remake the movie, do the second version of it. It was horrible. Right. But that guy who wrote it, that was an amazing story. Didn't they do a documentary about him? I think so, yeah. And he had like that was like the hottest thing ever, and then he tried to make another movie, and it didn't work. It was a failure. Yeah, poor guy. No, Hollywood. A- no, it was a great follow-up, Finding Dory. I agree. Never saw it. The graphics on that are phenomenal. The greatest of any animated movie I've ever seen. Did you see that on a flight? No. No, you need to watch that on a bigger TV. I also watched uh, producer Tim's favorite movie of 2016, Everybody Wants Some, the Richard Linklater movie about the college that baseball players. It was it was okay. Trying too hard. It was better than Ghostbusters. But admit it was better too- than Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Again, there was a f- I would never have paid a cent to see Ghostbusters. Uh I agree, though. Everybody wants some. People are saying it's one of the best movies of 2016. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's basically him doing the same movie over and over at this point, but with a great soundtrack. I will say that. Awesome soundtrack. Yeah, and everyone's like, but what about that scene where they're singing in the car? That's no, just, that's I'm, dumb. I know. That's dumb. Hey, guess what? Scenes where the main characters are dancing to some song or singing some song together just spontaneously, it's all bullshit doesn't happen in real life. No one in this podcast is going to spontaneously start singing or dancing, except maybe for Dan. Oh, no. We were forced to do that on Sunday. We had a Super Bowl uh, oh, uh, little shoot. We had, to, we had to dance in front of a green screen. They're like, okay, guys, we're going to hit this song. Start dancing. And yeah. we're like, what? What was the song? Justin Timberlake. Ooh. I got this feeling in time, my boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a remake of a Jamiroquai B-side from 97. Then we, we handled the Vince Lombardi trophy, but I think it was a fake one. It was a replica of the Lombardi trophy, a perfect replica. Um, pretty we, light. We, pretty broke, light. It. we yeah. broke it. Well, we tried to throw it like a football. <laughs> Doesn't really spiral. Doesn't well. spiral because you got the, the tail the part. Stand yeah, yep. yeah, so I made a mistake there. I didn't think that through. <laughs> so, but through. we're very happy. We're going to the Super Bowl, and they made us a part of a, a, a photo shoot. We so. got a promo. We, we're going to get a promo. Huh? Everyone excited? It, fu- it worked out. We made it. Are we all going? Now, is the podcast going, too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is everyone we- going? Are you guys all coming with us? Sure. Sure. I'd love to. Now, Rich, surely is the man in charge of all the podcasts. You have to be there to supervise the podcasts. In the works. I'd love to Hopefully, go. we okay. can get some of our podcasts there. And Ben okay. Teller's already got a free place to stay. We only have to pay for his flight. Perfect. So that's No spread. per diem for you, So, but the flight. Okay. And then, Jim, you could stay in one of Billy Bob's thousands of houses around the country. Surely he has one in Houston. I'll fly private. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, he was in our building last week, I heard. Yeah, he was here. He was right in this very room. He we came over for a out. chat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How's he doing? How's Billy Bob? He's doing great. Yeah. Yeah. People on our show liked him because he had the, held the elevator for them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there you go. He's doing, what was he okay doing? In my was box. he doing a, vo- a voiceover He thing? did uh, for the Thanksgiving teas. He did the Thanksgiving game teas. Got it. And uh, yeah, no, it was cool. It was that's cool. cool. Uh Tried to get together this weekend and didn't work out. But yeah, what a guy! We'll do a little hanging. I like that. Uh, has everyone got their, uh, their? When we fly private, yeah, to Houston for the Super Bowl. Jim, you put yeah. your tree up yet? No, uh, got a wreath up. Got uh, Aretha few... Franklin. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wreath. Uh, we have a Christmas wreath up in the front of the house, and we got a couple other little things up, and uh, probably start doing all that this weekend. If if you did, you should call your wreath Aretha Franklin. I'm going to <laughs> give it a name. That makes it more fun. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I I went and got the tree. Uh, Want to? So it's like a, it's about my height, so about four foot two tree. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think? So in L.A. A real tree with a stand. What do you think that costs? Hundred fifty. Uh, now no. I was going to say for a tree that size is about seventy-five bucks. Bam! Wow! wow. Nailed, it. Nailed it. Oh, I know my L.A. Christmas trees. <laughs> you know your trees. <laughs> yes. Uh, and here's a little tip. I read it in the what's the Saskatoon paper? Uh, Saskatoon Star Phoenix. The Saskatoon Star much. Phoenix. I believe I saw this little article on. Uh, making your uh, your home more festive or something. And uh, they said, take some needles from your tree, uh, put it in a frying pan with a bit of water, and then you get the Christmas tree smell. You get smell. the smell. Oh, wow. So can I, just, can I just cut? And then when it's like, well, then you throw it on someone. So can I just keep using my artificial tree, go to the tree lot, cut one limb yeah. off, and then take those needles and no. do that? I'm glad you mentioned that. Bobby D., our audio guy, I told him this. He said, well, I've got a black Christmas tree and it's fake. I said, here's what you do. You go to the tree lot, you look around, and uh, you pick up uh, little shards from the, the ground, put them in your pocket, and say, I don't see anything I like. There you yeah, go. yeah. Okay, Dad, that's what I'm going to do. Because I always wanted the smell, but I didn't want the real tree in the house. Too much trouble. So Billy Bob Vacuum. has like three trees. He leaves them up year-round. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They've got to be. He loves that's it. unusual. I feel like they're not going to be doing well, that well, well by like, No, August. no. Well, uh, the, he, has, he gets a real one that's in, in this huge room and it's this big giant tree and that one they take down but he has like a a, a bright pink one and he has like a, one that's like sort of all silver fake trees like trippy color ones so he's really he into christmas them, yeah he wants christmas to be all year round all, it, as it should be uh, you know what i kind of agree with him on yeah. that yeah. guys yeah, i think taggart's on the phone right yeah. now what jeremy Is taggart's he? on the line yeah yeah <laughs> jeremy taggart do you have your christmas <laughs> do you have your christmas tree up uh not yet, but uh, sadly, we're just we're late. But well, we're you've gonna been get busy. Going this week. You've it's been, been crazy. Yeah, we were just came back from the East Coast. Talk to us about this uh, this tour. I it looked like it was going great. I saw the pics on the Instagrams and such. Uh, yeah, how did no, it go? It was, it was fantastic. It was a perfect time of year. It was actually uh, seasonably unseasonably warm out there. We went to PEI, started in Charlottetown, then we did. Uh, to Fredericton and two shows in Halifax and actually made it to St. John's on the rock this this time, which is amazing. All those are great cities. Fredericton, yeah. that's a town no one talks about. What a great city. Yeah, and everyone's super, like, has, like, a crazy job and makes tons of money in Fredericton. You guys notice that ever? And, what, what, what and it's a very bilingual town, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot We're of government and scientific and a lot of grants going on in that city how do we get a grant for fredericton what do we what do we do to accomplish that tiger <laughs> i don't know you have to design some kind of a scientific app that might help your heart monitor or something like that they or, like that heavy or, duty stuff there or maybe jeremy maybe uh dan's uh, frying pan uh needles from the tree <laughs> idea <laughs> that sounded more like something from johnny larue <laughs> Uh, you know, let's not let's not worry too much about Christmas handbook. It's like homemade poopery. Yeah, that's what he's you, know, like, you can just pull it right over the top of the toilet. Yeah. He put some lettuce and some cat food and puts a dart out in it. <laughs> let's not worry too much about Christmas. It's true.
<laughs> yeah, man. Are you guys coming home? Are you coming here or what? Hey, we both fly there this weekend. Uh, both Get going for here. different reasons. Jay's going for UFC 206. I'm going to build gingerbread homes with my daughters. Are you staying for the weekend and back, back right back down? Or are you coming for the, the rest of the holiday? Oh, no. It's the old in and out. The old oh, in Friday, oh, oh. out Sunday. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a well, quick it's- trip. Uh, the only way to see is if you wake up in the morning beside you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, fingers uh, crossed. That's fingers pretty crossed. much it. So but see Taggart, how that goes. if that happens, something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> or horribly right. <laughs> By a record. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I, I'm, uh, I'm psyched. I, I, I'm, well, I'm home for, for the rest of the month, and we're just going to party hard every day. So, Taggart, when you guys are doing your, uh, your tour, so I, I take it you guys are driving to each of these locations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There wasn't too much driving this time because we had the paired-up shows in uh, Halifax, so there's the only real drive was PEI to uh, Fredericton and then back to Halifax, and the rest was flying, so it's not too, not too bad. What's the percentage between you and Jono, uh, music and talking? Uh, well, he lost his voice like the second day. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, so we didn't really talk too much. We were just kind of hanging out and listening to... Uh, listening to music, telling a few jokes. He was, we were doing this bit where, because uh, he does this record producer, Donovan, that's Matt McQueen, <laughs> right. in one of our little skits, and, and we came up with the concept of how, remember that song, Return to Innocence by Enigma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was brought on by Donovan was in the studio, <laughs> and, and they knew that they were in the pocket, they were close, they just didn't have it for the song, and they brought it. Uh, Donovan uh, dumped a bunch of cocaine onto the console, <laughs> and they had to get the uh, Italian, the Italian caretaker guy to clean it up. And on purpose, well, not on purpose, but there happened to be a live wire on the uh, console when Giuseppe was like, "Ah, yeah, I clean this up, but you do the sexy music, I do the clean." And then, <laughs> and then Donovan's like, "Watch out, mate, that's a live wire." And he goes and he's like, "Oh, oh." The rest of the the whole clip becomes Donovan trying to hurt Giuseppe in different ways to mic him. Just to get that, that perfect sound. Yeah, so those, that was one of the things that happened on the drive. And uh, Jonathan kept saying, Michael Kane, Michael, I'm Michael Kane, I'm Michael Kane, Michael Kane, Michael Kane. <laughs> I I want to be a fly drive. in the wall on those uh, those drives. And what's the music selection? All Eddie Money? No, there's no Eddie Money yet. We were we were mostly <laughs> just uh, letting it go at the uh, local radio. So a lot of uh, talk radio about the wind and the weather. Oh sh! Yeah, it's a windy one. <laughs> How's it looking out there? Give us a call. Oh, it's nice windy out here. <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> yeah, it's windy here too. It's also windy here. <laughs> he's a bit cold, but boy, he's blustery. <laughs> well, of this, of the cities you hit, Taggart, who's got the most unique accent? What city? Well, I mean, St. John's is pretty har- hardcore oh, yeah. in terms of accent, but probably the nicest people in the country. It, it feels like you're kind of, you know, it, and it makes sense that it's over the ocean a bit that you're almost in Europe or you know, Northern Ireland or something, just with the uh, the the wonderful voice and the, the happiness of everybody. Great. And, and do you find the crowds uh, 
tell us about the shows itself for the, for people who maybe haven't gone to the shows and want to go. Uh, how interactive is it? How much are you getting the crowds involved? Yeah, no, it's uh, super interactive. We added a new game called Blank Look and Mask, where Jonathan and I have white erase, uh, dry erase boards, uh, and we write out what the person looks like that we bring out from the crowd. <laughs> and it's all, you know, it could be a uh, looks looks like he works at the Batashoe Museum looking mask, or it could be, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the last guy that you want to talk to about nails and Ace Hardware looking mask. <laughs> the, guy oh, yeah. you, the guy you don't want to get stuck to talking to uh, at the holiday Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys, you know, we do when we're together. We play that all the time when somebody walks in, or we see someone who has like some classic character looks. And uh, the game—that's just one of the games that we play. All kinds of uh, definitely games that people come up on stage and have as much fun as we do. Um, it's switching uh, switching subjects a bit. Are sure. you? I know you're such a huge Jays fan. Uh, the Red yeah. Sox trade for Chris Sale today. There's, yeah, that's okay, great. There's a lot of panic. <laughs> there's a lot of panic in, in the Jays nation right now. And yeah, it looks like yeah, Ed, well, Edwin's gone. It's kind of a disaster. Yeah, I just get kind of pissed off because, you know, the Jays made more money than everybody, and they're just sitting on it at this point. You know, they're letting letting it go out the door and kind of slowly adding uh, the lineup, not quite like they should oh, be. Oh, so oh, I Jeremy, I they signed them. Steve Pierce. Well, let's let's give them credit. <laughs> every, every, well, I mean, that, that day, that, everyone's like, "Who the fuck is Steve Pierce?" <laughs> yeah, that's a, that. That would remind me of like two years ago, you know, when they had this light padding. But I mean, at this point, like we need full on mic drop after mic drop yeah. when they have that kind of cash. Here's what's going to happen, though. Uh, so Edwin, they gave him the offer. He's like, "No, no, I'm going to get something," and then he's going to realize. Uh, no, 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 guys. I like that. I like that offer. It's all yeah, good. Well, how about, what about Bautista? Nobody's saying nothing for him. That's, that's even more Stay scary. away. We stay were talking away. about that yesterday. Like, at least Edwin, now it looks like Cleveland is interested in Edwin. And I feel yeah. like that's a bigger threat for him to leave there than, say, somewhere like Boston or New York. But, uh, Jose, you don't hear anything about anybody interested at all with this guy. I know. How about these little twinks that, what's going on with Harper, right? Yeah. Where, where's he going to end up? Well, I think he's going to end up with the Yankees. And yeah, the Yankees. So the, the AL East is just getting more and more difficult to stay in the top, and the Jays haven't done anything to combat that yet. So, Hey, Jeremy, we hate that we have to keep this short, but we've got we've got to get to Cam Cole, who's retiring from the Vancouver Sun. Um, so, yeah, we got in the National Post and all that. Yeah, he's he's no, been at gotta, it since 1975. I know. That's the year I was born, for crying out loud. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And I remember as a kid listen, or, uh, reading him in the Edmonton Journal, and he's such a good writer, and he's he's a great guy, too. So That's nice to love. see. And amazing, he's been with Post Media for in all its different forms his whole career. And uh, wow. uh, Taggart and Jay, you guys will both uh, love this. Got a, I told my brother Sean O'Toole that Cam Cole was coming on, and this has got to be the, the greatest uh, form of a compliment. He said, Sean O'Toole said, love him. Tells it like it is. Wow. Really? Sean. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard Sean say anything nice about anyone, including <laughs> anyone in his family. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a good chop, pork chop? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Uh, Taggart, right, uh, love you guys. looking Bye-bye. forward to seeing you over the holidays. Yes, that'd be great. All right, my friend. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. And now we're going to go to Canadian media legend Cam Cole.
Uh, once we dial him up, uh, did we already have him on the phone? No, okay. Yeah, I, I thought you on. had quick fingers there, Jim. Yeah, it looked like maybe you were you were you were bringing one pod down and bringing another up or something. Uh, I would like. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, to set it up, uh, Camp started writing in 1975 at the Edmonton Journal. Began writing a daily sports column. Has been writing a daily sports column for the last 21, 21 years. years. 21 years. And he's been with the Post. See, I didn't realize. I knew he went to the from the Journal to the Vancouver Sun. Now, I didn't realize he moved to Toronto to be the principal sports writer of the National Post. Oh, he's covered so many spectacular events. Oh, no, no. This is confusing. Yeah. I see now. Because I didn't think he was, was, was with the Post. So he came to the Sun after being with the Post. Yeah. I get it now. I'd be curious to hear his thoughts on living in Toronto, writing in Toronto, living in Edmonton. You know? Yep. So while we were traveling to Saskatoon, we saw it on the internet. Uh, Cam tweeted out, said, I guess uh, the, the word is leaked. I will be leaving uh, and retiring. And people said he, they thought he was being pushed out the door. He said, no, it was uh, completely my doing. Uh, they gave me an option to leave, and I took it. Uh, Cam Cole, uh, we are thrilled to have you uh, on the Jay and Dan podcast. Uh, do you want to take a couple of shots at Post Media uh, right now, <laughs> or do we want to wait until the end of the interview? <laughs> Come on, come on! I mean, I've been, I've been, at, <laughs> I've been at the same company under four different names for forty-one years and never had to go look for a job. I think they've, uh, you know, of all the people that uh, you know are no longer working with Post Media, I have the least to complain about. So, uh, no, not going to go there today. Cam, of uh, you've been in the business so long, we've been in it for a little bit. We, we've only run into each other once, and that was at the Sochi Winter Olympics. We both made it out alive. I know it's pretty scary, isn't it? <laughs> How much of all the events you cover and have covered, uh, what what will you miss going to the most? Yeah, uh, dinners after writing on an off day during Stanley Cup Finals when there's uh, you know twenty people trying to find a, the same restaurant <laughs> and crowded around a table and fighting over the bill at the end of the night. And then you got to sit next to Bruce Arthur and no one wants to <laughs> yeah. sit next to Bruce. And yeah, well, uh, no, I, nobody minds sitting next to him as long as you're wearing earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like Dan said, you, you've been writing for a long time. And I remember growing up in Athabasca, Alberta, uh, getting the Edmonton journal when you were writing for the journal and, and being such a big fan of you there differences. And you spent some time in Toronto. Obviously you're in Vancouver. Um, obviously the markets are so different, but can you just talk a little bit about how different it is to write in those, those individual markets? Because as sports markets, even though they're in the same country, uh, they care about such different things, Cam. It is true. Uh, uh, out West in, in Edmonton, uh, I don't even count this as being West in Vancouver. It's kind of beyond West. Yes. But in the, in the West, in the prairies in Edmonton, where, where the, Canadian Football League was such a going concern. That was really, I mean, for many years uh, before the NHL even got to to uh, Edmonton, the CFL was supreme. It was like the, the most important thing going. And I was a, a CFL beat writer uh, for quite some time there. So uh, I think the major thing that changed for me was going to the National Post and suddenly becoming a national columnist in a town where uh, the Argos were a, a non-issue completely. It was like you, you're kind of prevailing upon your uh, the indulgence of your bosses if you ever went out and wrote an Argos game. Uh, and I think, you know, as I've moved along here to Vancouver uh, and still retained the national column uh, 
title, it's been tougher to write about the local team because you're trying to write something that will appeal to the whole country. And although there certainly are times, uh, for example, when the Canucks are, you know, driving Roberto Luongo and uh, Corey Schneider out of town simultaneously when uh, they become a national story, uh, it's harder to write the local game. And I was I was kind of weaned on writing uh, deadline games of football and, and hockey with the Oilers and Eskimos in Edmonton. Cam, if you were, uh, say, named the CFL commissioner tomorrow, what would you do to Toronto to bring the love of the game back? And I'm sure that there are smarter people than me trying to figure this out, <laughs> honestly. I, I I don't know where you start. I, I think you've got to lower ticket prices. Uh, you've got to get people into that place because it really is a great facility. It's beautiful. If they can fill it. But when you're, you're you know, sitting next to empty seats all around you, and it doesn't matter what size of stadium you're in, if you're if you are in the minority among a bunch of empty seats, you feel like an idiot for being there. And, you know, it's hard to get any sense of community or any sense of team out of a, out of that kind of an experience. So they got to get people into that park first and uh, hopefully able to enjoy some semblance of tailgating and just get the overall uh, spirit around the team up. I don't know uh, how you make a dollar doing that if you're trying to uh, make it on 20,000 fans at uh, at cut rate prices, but you got to start there to get them into the park. Um, Jack Todd, a, a Montreal writer who's a terrific writer and hates my guts, uh, wrote an interesting... <laughs> <laughs> wrote an interesting article this week, Cam, that actually really caught my eye, where he said he thought the local MLS team, the Impact, had surpassed the Alouettes, which we both know has the Alouettes have been very successful there in McGill for, for quite some time now, but he thought that the Impact has surpassed them in that market. In other words, the MLS had surpassed the CFL in that market. Do you feel that that is the case uh, in Vancouver? Because I know for the Lions... Uh, relevance has been a bit of a struggle there uh, the last couple of years as well. It's been talked about uh, in sports columns and on the air uh, quite a bit here in Vancouver that the Lions have kind of lost the the plot a little bit as far as uh, fan engagement and so on compared to the Whitecaps where where really the atmosphere in the stadium, even when it's not absolutely full, is is fantastic. Uh, The the Lions have gone to the same sort of uh, shrouding effect with the upper deck that the soccer team has because they were not filling the upper deck and they were looking emptier and emptier all the time. But the soccer team showed them the way with that system with the roof here. And, uh, you know, the only problem is that the Lions have not come close to probably have not come close to 20,000 here on the average even with discounted tickets for the last couple of years, they're somewhere in the neighborhood of the high teens right now, and that's not going to do it long, long term. So I think there, that discussion is being had uh, in all three Canadian cities where, where the MLS has come and taken root, and it's certainly uh, accentuated in Toronto, but I think it's happening in Montreal and Vancouver as well. Cam, you've covered so many spectacular events, Stanley Cup Finals, uh, Olympics. Uh, is there one that tops the list? For me, uh, I haven't been to uh, a third of what you've been to, but that, that those Olympic Games in Vancouver, it's tough to top that as a, as a Canadian and as a sports fan. That was, that was 
right there near the top. I mean, Calgary did a great job with the Olympics in its day, but I think that the Olympics has advanced uh, as a spectacle since then. And Vancouver, uh, against some pretty tough conditions, uh, did a great, great job. And they had to get over the death of a, a loser. Yes. That's no laughing matter, by the way. On the very first day uh, of the competition, in fact, uh, before the opening ceremony. So they, they had a lot to overcome. And I think at the end of it, they left everybody uh, sort of, uh, you know, amazed at the job and the, and the atmosphere and the environment that they created here. So that would be, among the Olympics, uh, certainly a source of pride. I'll never cover an Olympics that was more fun than uh, probably Sydney in 2000. And there's been, you know, the Oilers' first Stanley Cup uh, was a big, big thrill for a guy uh, sitting in the press box and, you know, with a fairly young team uh, that hadn't been in the league for very long. So that was a a huge thing. Uh, You know, it wasn't a case of covering him, but I I managed to... uh, caddy for Jack Nicholas for a course opening. Wow. Uh, and, and that was pretty pretty special, too. So, Cam, uh, let me just guess on the retirement plans, and I'm just spitballing here. Uh, you build a, a beautiful house right next to the Pasanka in Vegarville, where you're from, and, and you just hang tight, and you just show people around the Pasanka all day long. Is this sort of what we're, what we're going for in retirement? Well, you know, maybe not. Uh, I've thought about that, certainly, and it's been brought up to me that that looks like the spaceship that will take me back to my home planet. <laughs> I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that I'm going to get back to Vegreville, even though <laughs> I still have cousins and aunt and uncle there. Uh, you know, I, I kind of get used to not being in the middle of minus 30 weather and oh, oh, lots yeah. of snow. And I'm, I'm one of those softy West Coast guys. Oh, Cam, you're you preaching know, to you the choir is, here. Right? Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> you know preaching to the choir on that one. Yeah. Uh, Cam, let us uh, let uh, help our listeners plan out a, a, a great sports trip. Is there an event where you say, okay, you have to do this if you're a major sports fan? Or is there an event that you went to and you said, I didn't think this would be this good? I would say uh, the answer to both questions would be the uh, the Open Championship overseas, and uh, whether it's in Scotland or England, or you know, coming in 2019, it's going to be in Northern Ireland, which to me is kind of the best of all possible uh, worlds because the Irish are wonderful. Uh, that's a wonderful course, Royal Port Rush, and the, the Open experience. Although there may not be any place to stay up there, come to think of it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Minor detail. <laughs> the uh, the the open experience where you can just go walk up on the day and buy a ticket, go sit, you know, stand on a dune somewhere and watch four holes being played, and it's just a great democratic experience, unlike any golf thing that you'll that you'll see in the United States. And it's uh, it's a really great. First of all, you know, it's a it's a hike over there, so you usually go before and stay afterwards and uh, there's all kinds of golf courses all around i'm a golf guy i mean unapologetically when i go over to one of those things i take my clubs i play a couple of days before it starts and maybe uh every morning during it and a couple of days afterwards and so it's a it's a wonderful experience for me uh i have also been to many 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 gray cups that were just so much fun oh, they are fun uh that, you know, uh, especially in the towns that really care about Canadian football, 
there's there's almost nothing like it when you go to some of the team parties and the the uh, you know spirit of Edmonton room and the you know uh, Ryderville and some of these things where you're just surrounded by zealots who absolutely <laughs> live and die with the sport. You know, it's that's a pretty good. And at the spirit of Edmonton, um, uh, pitchers full of screwdrivers at seven a.m. Exactly. <laughs> finally, I just wanted to ask this because it's so off the radar that people, but people that have been to it say you have to go. Spengler Cup? Did you ever go to one of those? Never, but I've been in that building in Davos, Switzerland, okay. uh, and it's a it's a crazy nice building. It's all wood. I mean, the interior finish and the exterior finish. It's all wood, and there's windows up at the end. So if you're in the wrong end of it, you can be blinded by sunlight <laughs> if you're a goaltender, and it's a it's a neat place, and Davos is wonderful up there in the in the Alps. It's uh, it's like a little little piece of a fairy tale. Well, I like the. This is what I like as we as we let you go, Cam. I I already in my mind am planning uh, the three of us. Uh, we get on an Aer Lingus flight. Uh, we head straight to to Belfast, and then we rent a car and we go and we and we enjoy the 2019 Open Championship together. Uh, don't answer now. Don't answer now. Uh, you don't have to commit now. Uh, but honestly, we just wanted to say uh, congratulations on an amazing career, and we we're really thrilled to get you on uh, for for our show because we we both admire you a lot. So uh, so continued uh, success and enjoy your retirement. Thank you guys very much for having me, Cam Cole. What a legend! Uh, again, we're getting away from great journalists. Yeah, it's. Well, I mean, I know. It's all just... Uh... Now we're just stuck with Bruce Arthur. Just <laughs> 50,000 50, tweets a day. We love Bruce. He's a friend of ours. I can say that. Oh, I forgot to ask him if he kept all his... Uh, his press uh, passes. Press passes. I bet you he did. Yeah. They're probably in Beggarville. <laughs> They're probably inside the Pasanka. Hey, we had a very uh, short uh, Six Degrees of Engineer gym last week uh, because we were pressed for time because Art Mann wouldn't shut the f*** yeah, up. He was rambling. <laughs> Ramble, tamble, no, man. They he is invited him. back anytime. Um, but this we had, cool. Yeah, we had on our show this week. Our TV show. Our TV show, A Rock Legend. Yeah, we had uh, Jerry Cantrell, yeah, uh, principal, awesome. principal songwriter, guitarist, vocalist for Alice in Chains. He was, first of all, super intelligent, loves sports, massive Seahawks fan, being a Seattle guy, of course, and was just very cool. So we thought, uh, who better to ask our good friend, Engineer Jim, about for six degrees of Engineer Jim, where we asked Jim if he has any degree of relation, work-wise or otherwise, to a rock superstar or band. And today, that band is Jerry Cantrell's band, Alice in Chains. Yes. yes! I knew it! I knew it! Oh, yeah. Uh, so I worked directly with Jerry. Wow. I w- yeah, I wish I was here when he was here. I would love to say hi. Um, we did a song for Duff Solo Record. Yeah, because they're buddies. They go to Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Duff, really Duff's a tight. Seattle guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, real, they're really good friends. Um, and uh, it was a song called up beyond belief it was an instrumental and it was with jerry cantrell jeff beck matt sorum and duff wow uh, and that sounds I, like a can't... super group yeah it was and i think slash played on it too I, I i can't remember now but uh uh when we did it uh jerry overdubbed his parts and and uh 
Um, Jeff Beck overdubbed his stuff. We did the Jeff Beck stuff at the townhouse in London, and we did Jerry's stuff here in L.A. at the record plant. Cool. Is he considered yeah. a better songwriter or a guitar player? Boy, that's a that's a good question. I mean, he's a phenomenal sound songwriter, and uh, I, I I don't I don't think you could say he's better at one or the other because he's he's a god, man. That guy's amazing. It's such a neat band, he and he's they are they're so unique. Yeah, and and uh, you know, he really has his own style. He yeah. has his own sound, and you know, Lane was a phenomenal vocalist and. It's well, way, a tragedy losing him. Yeah, Taggart. You know, we forgot that. we forgot to ask Taggart. You you got to tell him what Taggart. Yeah, said. I sent Taggart a, a text saying that Jerry Cantrell was coming on, and I said, "Any questions?" He said, "All I can say is saw them play at Lollapalooza '94." He said, "Greatest singer he's ever seen in his life was like." And I also saw him at that Lollapalooza. Tour. I did too. And <laughs> they were the headliners. Yeah. And uh, I was a kind of a fan of Allison Chains that performance elevated my love of that band be, be, jerry's great but lane staley really was the greatest rock singer i've ever heard he on was stage unbelievable live. better yeah. than chris cornell yeah. yeah i thought i thought he was more powerful if you can believe it than chris cornell like I, it was it was amazing i, he, I was blown really away was. Yeah. and very charismatic i yeah. mean they were awesome did you and, ever work with lane uh no i never no. got to but i did work a lot with Mike Inez, and he's a good friend of mine. We we've hung many times, and uh, over the course of the years, uh, different friends and have gotten together with every everybody. Billy Duffy from the Cult, and Matt, and all these guys guys from Quiet Riot, and everything else. And and uh, Mike would come in and play on a couple of songs with all these guys, and um. Uh, years ago, um, there's an artist that, uh, I work with off and on and years ago we did some amazing stuff together, uh, an artist named Poe and, uh, Mike played on some of her stuff. I think that might've even dated at one point, but, uh, Mike Inez, the bass player in Allison Chains is, he's brilliant. He's a genius. And, and he's played with Ozzy. He's played. He did a couple tours with Hart when Alice was sort of off the road, and uh, he's a very good friend of mine. Did you ever go up to Seattle when Alice and all those guys were blowing up? Were you ever there? I, I was. I was up there with guns when oh, that wow. was going on, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We went to a few clubs, and uh, I, I remember one night going up there and uh, – uh, there's an old club up there. I think it might still be there called the on ramp or the off ramp or something. And, uh, and, and Jerry, I think played there with, I, I want to say maybe the whole band. I, I can't remember if Lane was there or not, but, uh, Alice played and, uh, Skid Row was opening for guns and Skid Row played it was it was a crazy night. It was a good time. <laughs> uh, speaking of guns, uh, they just announced yes, all these shows in 2017, yeah. and they're going like they're going to Regina. They're yeah, gonna experience baby. Regina. So they're getting all these tweets. From they're everybody. playing at the new stadium. right? They're playing at the new, the brand new outdoor stadium. This thirty thousand seat. That's stadium. a that's a Jane Dan podcast that road trip. Would be that an would incredible, be an incredible road. That trip. would be a really. We, be set, a we set up a little our podcast right at the side of the stage. 
That would be a lot of fun. Are they? Is this a live nation tour? I, I believe, believe right? so, yeah. Okay. Are you got any contacts? Yeah. I think we might. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And who's uh, planning the Jay and Dan podcast uh, Christmas party? Oh, that's a good question. I'll do it. Bam, yeah. Perfect. That'd be yeah. Great. Perfect. That'll be fun. Fun. Yeah. Maybe some Christmas, uh, Christmas. spirits. Yep. We'll do it. Yeah. What's the clown place on sunset? Oh, Jumbo's Jumbo? Clown Room. We'll I've never Jumbo? been. We'll Let's do it. Go to Bobby. Bobby will come. Yeah, yeah. it's a oh, it's a cool an eighty spot, right? Well, I don't know if I would say that. It's uh, it's the place Courtney Love. Courtney uh, Love. Yeah, uh, that's what she. They kinda, strip there, but yeah. it's a it's Courtney Love type girls who strip there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's a. F- I love it. I think it's an awesome. And bar. Uh, yeah. before uh, and you can actually drink there. Before we have a bunch of cocktails, you might even uh, see some maybe, gals there we'll that tape could be something. there. Yeah, we'll tape uh, like uh, some videos. We'll do a little oh. Facebook. What about after? Oh, yeah. we have a couple cocktails? Yeah, yeah. well, then it's cut off after two. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Um, we gotta we get to our. Going. We gotta get to our mailbag real quickly. You can quickly. see gals that are like Courtney loves mom there too. <laughs> oh God! Come here, cutie. Because because this is great. This is from Christian. This is. Uh, subject heading bike ride across Canada. I'm going to ride my bike from Windsor to Halifax at the end of the summer, raising money to donate to Jumpstart. I'm currently in contact with Jumpstart and Canadian Tire in order to get supplies and support on their social media. My goal, 50000 bucks, which I know is very high, but I want to be able to make a difference and do something really interesting before I move on to other things in my life. I'm also from Windsor, 17 years old, and I'm in grade 12. I've been a longtime fan of your podcast and you guys, and have watched all your shows and podcasts since your TSN days. I even made the trip to Ancaster to meet Jay last year. I was wondering if you guys could give me a shout out on your podcast. Uh, you can contact him. I don't know how do we donate to him. Maybe we'll uh, post. I don't want to look- give his number out here, but no. uh, so we will find out uh, how to uh, donate to this bike ride because it's not going to be happening till the summer. Well, and and Christian, hopefully you're listening to this. Uh, uh, send us another email. Let us know you know how we can get. The word out. And, and he, he mentioned the Jumpstart Canadian Tire Program. Yes. That's because the jandan.com, you go there, you get to Jandan gear, and uh, proceeds go to that. And yeah. Jumpstart, if you don't know, it helps kids uh, play uh, uh, sports. It, it pays for their equipment, pays for their, uh, their sign-up fees, and 100% of donations go to it. Canadian Tire covers all the administrative costs. Canadian Tire. There's no store in the world like it. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> slogan. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, Cam. Cam just tweeted this saying he wants an extra large. Oh, love the shirt. Okay, what? Cam oh, Cole. We can get him an extra large. Yeah, he just tweeted this. He literally okay. said, "Love the shirts." Oh, oh, are you talking perfect. about? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't. We didn't mention. Anything we didn't about mention Cam. Cole Cam yeah, but he must have just gone on and looked. No, at because it. he sees the logo. I posted a picture, yeah. and he sees yeah. the logo, and he wants the shirt. There you go. All See? right. It's been high. No, what did I miss? Did I, well, I, I think you didn't set that up. Yeah. But in your defense, you've been hanging around us. We don't set up anything. Ben, Ben's <laughs> going to help me post my uh, my wife's turkey recipe. I saw yes. that. A bunch yeah. of people were asking you about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, yeah I, I gave it. him the recipe today. So uh, Excellent. Yeah, spe- yeah. Speaking of the podcast uh, listeners in uh, Saskatoon, I couldn't get over the age range. Like one yeah. guy, Bob, came up to me. He's like 65. He's like, hey, listen all the time. We appeal to everybody. Bob. There's so many guys. Uh, they, and by the way, speaking of accents, the Saskatoon accent is it's, top notch. It's pretty unique, too. It's, Sa- awesome. it's Saskatchewan, to me, is just as unique as Atlantic Canada. It's as, as worthy a destination for you to go and enjoy yourself. By the way, very quickly, Dave Hodge, TSN hockey legend, former Hockey Night in Canada host, 
and myself every year put out a best of albums list. Ah. We have completed that albums list. Ben Teller's helping us get it onto the webs and the oh, interwebs. Right. So that'll be out hopefully by the end of the week, maybe early next yeah. week. A little, little, little Yachty, yeah. one, two, and three. Little Yachty takes the top three spots, followed by Janet Jackson's greatest hits, and then after that, you'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Wow. That's a tease right there. (laughs) Hey, is Library Voices? Uh, They didn't put out an album this year. Oh, that that was was last last year. year. Ah, Yeah. Uh, Terrific. That's about the only new album I've uh, got in the last 10 years. They sent it to you. (laughs) (laughs) But you like it. I mean, I think Oh, I have it on all the time. I crank that. Yeah, they're great. How great would it be to do a pod up in Saskatoon? Okay, how how good would it be? Think about this. How cool would it be? If Library Voices put on a show one night and then Guns N' Roses the next night and we go do a podcast up there. Okay, the how, when can that. we do our podcast tour? What age uh, your child? And then you're, we can have a two-week summer to go on the road. Okay, maybe this summer. Maybe yeah. we send uh, the baby, I don't know, is there camp. like a baby camp? Yeah, baby yeah. camp. <laughs> Sleepaway camp, yeah, right? Yeah, she's old yeah, enough she's for that. Fine. She can yeah. get through it. She can... <laughs> You know, stumble her way around, and if they or, just throw like a cake on the ground, she can eat that. Or we uh, get, a lot of bands they bring their kids. Like doesn't the Foo Fighters sure, from David sure. Grohl yeah, bring her along? Yeah, that sounds fun for me. Sure. So we, no, we just put her on put her on the tour bus. Say nappy time, and then we go do our thing. Yeah, nappy time. That always works. Hey, nappy time, and then she just falls asleep, and then two hours later she gets up. That'd be great. Perfect. We that looks sad out. over in the corner. No, I'm. I, no, I'm happy. I have a great picture. I think I told you guys this of of my son when he was a baby. He was like two weeks old, and Slash is holding him in his arms, oh, cool. oh, wow. and he's like freaking out. It's the first baby he held, and he's got you know all the rings and chains, and he's wearing a T-shirt that has the Ford logo, but it says "fuck" on it, and he's like just horrified, like ah. Oh, you know, it was great. Yeah, that's a Christmas yeah. card. It was that's good. A, a a good time. Man. What a guy. Okay, well, that was yeah. great. Uh, great having Cam on. Great having Taggart back. Uh, and can't wait for the Christmas party at Jumbo's Clown. Oh, Jumbo's. We'll see all day. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs>